What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Official Visit, the podcast about college baseball recruiting by players for players. And before we get started today, huge shout out to our guy, Coop, over at Chin Music Design, uh, full customizable bat knob decals for metal bats, wood bats, high school bats, club ball bats, anything you can think of, guys. Super great product. We have a, we have a discount code in the episode description, so go check that out. On this week's episode, we have Thomas McCarthy, uh, who goes to the University of San Francisco. Thomas is close with uh, our, our good friend, Nick Garcia. He went to uh, Sarah High School as well with Nick and uh, one of our old guests, Pat Caulfield, as well. Um, great kid uh, and a hell of a ball player. I played. I remember playing against him um, in high school, and, and the kid could mash. Great behind the dish. Um, and we got to catch up with him today. Um, and, and hear about his story of how he ended up at the University of San Francisco. Some really interesting things in this podcast. One, a recruiting experience or, or an official visit. Cool. But also, we, we get to hear about knowing exactly what you want and going after it with using whatever connections that you've built along the way. And that was really the main thing in this podcast, guys. So, Again, follow us on all the socials, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reach out to us if you have any questions or if you want to hear anybody else on the show or anything like that. So let's go. Thomas, thanks so much for coming on, man. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Of course, of course. Uh, let's start in high school. You go to Sarah High School under... Coach Giannino, um, we had Nick Garcia on and Pat Caulfield on. Uh, so I guess this is kind of turning into a Sarah podcast. I don't know. But uh, um, so you're at Sarah High School. When did you first start thinking about playing college baseball? Uh, well, the dream was always to play uh, college baseball for me. Um, when I came to Sarah, like I, re- I had the goal of playing uh, college baseball. So and, and I felt like that the Sarah program could build me into the baseball player I wanted to be. And uh, I think the realization came around my, uh, I would say my sophomore year. Um, I actually ended up trying out for the varsity team at Sarah. Obvious, I didn't, I didn't make the varsity team because we had a, a stud at the time, catcher James Outman, who uh, ended up playing at Sac State and he's in the minors right now. Mm-hmm. Um, still and uh but just experiencing that like as a sophomore going up trying out for like a whole week uh, getting the knowledge from all the seniors was awesome and I felt like I was competing with them as a sophomore and I felt that realization uh right then and there I mean did did playing for coach Gene you know it kind of play into that mindset because it seems like with everyone that I've talked to from from Sarah, it's kind of an advanced mentality for a lot of the players at US at, at uh, Sarah. So talk to me a little bit about that. Oh, definitely. I think Giannino ran the Sarah program like a division one program. And now like I, we have Giannino at USF. So it's, he is building upon the stuff that I learned at USF, but there's no doubt in my mind that Giannino ran that program like a division one program. He 
has he, he has all these key words that we talk about like authenticity trust discipline that you don't get that anywhere else in a high school level baseball right and, and he just breeds people to just love the game and compete at every aspect of your life absolutely and you know it's funny playing against you guys in high school god i i, I truly I loved playing against Sarah, but you guys were always so good, so talented. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really cool getting, getting to uh, getting to know Nick in college mm-hmm. and really picking his brain on like what's what the culture is like at Sarah because just like what you said, you know, it's it's trust, authenticity, all these things are kind of ingrained in the way you guys play and mm-hmm. having each other's back, and you can see it in the way you guys play with such passion. Um. What did Coach G say about, you know, getting trying to get recruited to play college? Was there was there much talk about that, or was it just like you know let's create the culture and then whatever happens happens? Yeah. So uh, my junior year uh, after our our tryouts, he came in, told me I was going to make the the team and everything. Then it just said it starts with this team first, and then your individual accolades will come second. Yeah. So. Brought me into my office, said, you have the chance to be to be a really special player and like went on. And then but it starts with this team first. You can't be uh, like all about yourself and like all that, all that kind of stuff, because that team, my junior year, we were, we were pretty good. Uh, we had Tyler yeah, Roman, right. Hunter Bishop. So uh, we had a chance to do something special. And uh, he knew that going in and he wanted everyone to be bought in. And obviously everyone was bought in from day one. And then, so the, the recruiting process started for me kind of after my junior year season, Uh, I had a pretty good junior year season at Sarah. Um, I thought it was kind of, I, I, I played very well my junior year and I thought I would have a couple offers right after that, uh, junior year season, but nothing came. I had some interests like USF was interested in me. Uh, Santa Clara was interested in me. UC Davis was interested in me, but no one wanted to pull the trigger. And then uh, that summer, um, I went to like a bunch of like tournaments and stuff, but no one really wanted to pull the trigger on me. And I was kind of, I kind of hurt a little bit because I felt like I proved myself. I went out and uh, played very well my junior year and I had a pretty good summer that coming in uh, that summer and going into my senior year and nothing really came about that and I was I was pretty disappointed and gee I, I remember calling G like pretty flustered like saying what's going on like I feel like I'm proving myself but I'm not getting any looks at all right now like can you help me out and he was like don't worry Thomas like your time will come it's gonna be okay don't worry. And then he called me down and then I was like, okay, yeah. And then I think, I think there was that August or September when I got an offer from you and I've always wanted to stay in the Bay area. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to go outside. I, I love the Bay area and I didn't want to leave California in the first place, but if I uh, could get a offer somewhere in the Bay area, I wanted to go there first of all. And then USF, because their USF was on me since day one, my junior year. And I felt mm. like a big part of that was Tyler Villa Roman. 
um because he he was uh on my team my junior year and so he already built a connection with the coaching staff at usf and they were at uh our practices uh, scouting stuff like that checking in on villa and looking at other players on the team and then i popped up and they were on me since day one and then right when they gave me that offer in september i was like yes let's do this i'm 100 percent bought in let's go yeah that was a long-winded answer but no that was good that's good i want to dive deeper into that though because i i clearly remember playing you that was my senior year your junior year mm-hmm. and i was like who is this McCarthy kid and how is he hitting almost 400 right now along with Bishop and Villa Rome? And it was insane. You guys were, and Bordelin. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a little rant. I'm, guys and listeners aren't going to know who all those people are, but you know, you got, you guys have a great team. You go off. I clearly remember it. And you, like you said, you didn't have any offers. You didn't have the offers that you wanted. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you, you showed that you had the success in a really good conference, the WCAL West Catholic Athletic League, who's known for getting guys out. You know, you St. Francis, Sarah, Bellarmine, all those big schools, Valley Christian, now consistently getting guys out. So you show yourself in a great league. What was it about you, do you think, that schools couldn't pull the trigger on you yet? Well, I'm not very physical. Um, I'm five nine and not the quickest of feet to say the least. So I felt like that was a big part of it. Um, like I know like the old uh, Santa Clara recruiting coordinator, like he loved recruiting huge six foot guys that looked mm-hmm. the part and, and all this stuff. And that just wasn't me. Right. I, I was a, I was a smaller guy, not the quickest of foot. Um, but I think that was a that was a big reason why um, that the offers weren't coming in. And honestly, like behind the dish, probably my flexibility was uh, was a big factor too because I, I was pretty tight my junior year. Like I caught mm-hmm. well and everything, but I didn't have a lot of flexibility back there. And that's what I worked on the most that summer. Is I did a bunch of like being yoga. Hot, went to being yoga. Did hot yoga just try to get more flexible and uh, loosen up my hips because I couldn't, I wasn't moving around very good back there. Did, did any of the coaches like say that to you? You're like, Hey, I want you to, you know, like we just need you to be like more athletic. Yeah. I mean, Giannino told that to me. He literally told that he was like, dude, you need to go to hot yoga and loosen up <laughs> a little bit. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Let's do it. And then actually me and uh, me and Garcia would go that summer a bunch of times. And man, <laughs> those, uh, those sessions are an hour and a half that drags on because you are just sweating, but boy, do you feel good after. Yeah. You feel great. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Gina, yeah, Gina, you know, literally told me like, you need to get more flexible back there. Cause I think, I think it was the Long Beach State guy came out and saw me. And he was like, yeah, he's, he's a good player and everything, but he's really tight back behind the dish right now. Like he can't get, he's not getting down in the squat very low and like all this stuff. So I was like, yeah, I can definitely work on that. That's something I can do. And that's, that was a goal for me that summer was to just get more flexible. Well, in, kind of in the same breath, I'm, I'm curious too, 
the undersized aspect of it. We seem to have focused on that in our last couple of episodes, um, just knowing your size and kind of how that plays into the next level. Was that, was that similar? Like, did someone come to you and say, look, you're not the oversized catcher. You're not the, I mean, you, you knew what kind of player you were, but did that, was that something that was told to you early on right after that junior year? Or is that something that looking back on now, you kind of think played into that delay a little bit? Um, I mean, probably looking back on it now, uh, that played a factor. I didn't really think it was that big of a deal at the time. Uh, just cause I feel like behind the dish doesn't, the height doesn't really matter. And I, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to speak for anyone, but there's the height, uh, beyond the dish. Like if you have a six, four catcher, I don't know if that's going to work. Like you kind of want them a little shorter. Uh, but I think that was a realization that I came to after, after that summer, I was like, yeah, that probably played a factor. And uh, definitely the, the flexibility as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey guys, long time sponsor of the episode here, Hyped Apparel, awesome athletic gear, athleisure gear, no matter what activity you're doing, or if you're just hanging around the house, um, they, they have great prices. They have great products. Go check them out at hypedapparel.com. Get your discount code in the episode description below. Let's get back to the interview. Thomas, you mentioned you were, you know, you really wanted to stay in the Bay Area if you could. Mm-hmm. Um, if that didn't happen, California, and then, you know, if that didn't happen, you just try to find the best fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but so obviously, location was a huge part of what you were looking for. But what were the other aspects of programs that you were really looking at? Um, and on top of that, how much influence did play under? coach g have on you know what you're looking for in terms of whether that was in a a head coach assistant coach or just the way the program was ran as a whole Mm -hmm. oh first of all i wanted to uh i wanted a school that was academic first Mm -hmm. that was what i was looking for like first and foremost if that didn't fit then i did i wasn't going to go to that school so uh that was first and foremost and i wanted to go to a smaller school too I didn't want to go to a big school. I wanted to go to a a smaller, like private school. And so, I mean, USF checked those two boxes right there. And, and that's how I ended up there. And yeah, I mean, I I wanted to go to a program where we competed period. Like I wanted to go to a program where we compete because that's what I was taught at at Sarah. Yeah. And I wanted to go there and give it my all and compete and, the, the couple meetings I had with the USF coaches, they were all about that. Like we get after it here. And I remember on a, I think it was a Saturday, uh, a bunch of the recruits came, came to campus and we went through a whole entire day on a Saturday where they woke up, uh, got a bite to eat, got breakfast with them, then went to the field, played a double header. Then, um had a meeting of some sort after that and then like the whole entire day was just awesome because you got to hang out with the guys you got to see how they were on and off the field which was awesome and I was like this is the program I want to go to I know that that they can compete in their track record with uh, coach G Giratano 
uh, as the head coach. I mean, he's a great coach, great competitor, and he will bring the best out of you. Mm-hmm. And it's, he's awesome. He's just, he's an all around competitor and he wants to win at every aspect of the game. I want to, I want to talk more about that, that little recruiting trip, because that's something that I've never heard of. I've never yeah. heard of a, of, I've never heard of a program doing that. Um, I mean, was that, was that for a select number of recruits? I mean, was that, were you guys all local? I mean, how yeah. did, how did that even work? Yeah. So I think, I think I messed up the facts a little bit. Um, but, uh, it was all local guys mm-hmm. and actual people flew in. It's cause so my, uh, going my senior year in high school, that recruiting cra- class to USF was huge. It was like 15 people cause they were graduating a lot of seniors. So they needed to bring a lot of guys in. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think around 10 of the 15 recruits went to this game in Stanford where they were playing a double header and well, obviously like, cause I was local, so I just drove there, but, um, a lot of people flew in with their families and, uh, got a chance to watch the game. And then we both games, and then we rode the bus back with the team, got a team dinner with them, like, and talked to the guys after watching the game. And then uh, drove back to USF that night. Like it was, it was such a cool experience. Then we ended up staying the next day. I think that was a Friday night. And then we stayed that next night, Saturday night where they woke up, got a bite to eat, went and played another game at USF, just a little inter squad game and hung out with the guys that night as well. It was awesome. And like right now we, we do the same sort of thing. Um, I mean, it's kind of tough right now with uh, the <laughs> and everything. So we're kind of doing a lot of Zoom recruits. Right. But like a usual recruit would we would take us through our whole entire Saturday. So our Saturday, uh, so we wake up at around six a.m. Uh, go to a beach workout at seven. Um, come back around an hour. Come back. Uh, go to the player develop meeting uh, that uh, Genino runs. That goes from like 9.15 to 10. And then uh, we go play a game. And that game, we take a full BP before. So we get there around 11, end up leaving the field around like 3.34, give or take. And they go through that whole entire day. And like I've never seen like the recruits are just like, yes, like I want to be here because they see like the love and passion we have for the game and the, the competitive nature that the USF culture breeds. And we usually bring them to like Baker beach too. And if you haven't been to Baker beach, you got mm-hmm. a great view of the golden gate in the morning around seven. It's pretty freaking awesome. And it's tough to say no when you're seeing that golden gate right there, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously I'm a Bay Area kid, Jared, I don't know. I I don't know when you would have ever gone to Baker Beach, but Baker Beach <laughs> yeah. is beautiful. You you do get a nice view of the bridge. But um, no, I mean that that visit's mm-hmm. huge. Um, you know, thinking about the other guys who have talked about it. Um, you know, in my experience, I actually never got that full rundown of like a full day. Um, the schools I were looking at, I was looking at 
uh, on the East coast. It just, you know, I got, I got a nice visit, but it wasn't the, okay. Like, you know, we're going to wake up, eat food all, all together, like do that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good experience for guys. Cause I mean, it's, you really do get a live look into what it truly is like. Cause I know we do that at Chapman um, where coach lab and coach coach Fox who used to be there would bring guys in just into the dugout to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see the grind, man. That's part yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, I, when I was a senior in high school, at least I was like looking up a bunch of like Dana life of whatever mm-hmm. baseball. Cause I just wanted to see what it was like. And actually like Tyler Villa Roman made this YouTube channel. I where, remember that. Yeah. Had, like the little vlog thing, right? Yeah. He had a little yeah. vlog thing and he would go through the whole entire day. And like, I would watch that all the time. Yeah. Like just to see like what, what I'm getting myself into and like how excited I was just to get prepared, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of people need to experience that before they go in because like when I went into USF, I thought I was prepared. Like I worked my ass off that summer. I was working out every day and then you get on campus <laughs> and everything is going a million miles an hour. Yeah. And like Giannino told me like, dude, you got to keep working. got to keep working. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm working. I'm working. Like, I'm doing great. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. <laughs> Boy, was I not ready. I was not ready at all. And, uh, I was telling, cause my, my brother plays at LMU now. And I was just t- telling him like that year coming up to going to LMU. I'm like, you better keep working. You better keep working. Like, you're not, you're not going to know what hit you in that first semester. And like, he was like, Oh, it's just like eye opening. Cause that first semester going in, cause you, you're on your high horse, you're coming in big chested. Yeah. I'm the big recruit, like all this and that. And then <laughs> boom, you're back down to reality quick. Yep. It is quick. And uh, it's a humbling experience, no doubt. And it's, it's awesome. It's, it's a good experience. I mean, everyone needs to, to do that experience someday, you know? <laughs> well, I love that you brought that up too. Uh, Cause we, we've already uh, talked about how, how great Sarah is getting guys out and getting them prepared. But, but even then, I mean, you talk to, we talked to Nick, we talked to, to mm-hmm. Pat went the Juco route and even talking with, with Thomas today, it's, I don't, I don't care what high school you're at first day on cap campus just smacks you in the face. Yeah. Um, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the number one recruit across the country. I mean, it's just, it's big boy ball. Um, so I love that we keep hammering down on that in each episode. Um, because if you're not working, like you said, you were working every day in the summer, uh, and you still stepped on campus and it wasn't enough. Yeah. Uh, I have a funny story. So at USF, we have this uh, conditioning test, a six-minute mile every time a person steps on campus. You have to pass the six-minute mile, or you go to fitness athletic training, otherwise known as fat camp. (laughs) And so, uh, like, I was nervous as hell going into that because I was like, I really got to be prepared run that six minute mile i ran it with nick like a bunch of times that summer could not get under six at all like i wasn't even close i was like 6 30 and that day like because you got the coaches watching you you got the upperclassmen and you would go to keysar so we wake up mm-hmm. like 6 a.m 
meet at USF, run over a Kizar. And then it's like, all right, let's get loose and let's get this thing going. And uh, I ended up, because adrenaline just hit me, and I ended up uh, making the mile, and I was wow. shocked. I was so shocked. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe <laughs> But, like, that mile is – it's just the mentality. Like, that's – like, you come in, you better be ready, or <laughs> it's not going to be a good first day for you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I think the, the biggest thing I – I guess I saw in my experience, even at Chapman was the guys who learn quick, who, you know, they don't come in, you know, too big. They're kind of just, they're even keeled. They're like, okay, like I'm, I'm here to learn, like, what can I learn today? And just taking it in from the seniors. Those are the guys who, who turn out to be very successful. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the guys, you know, their expectations are, aren't too high, aren't too low. Um, but it's more just like, okay, what can I learn? What can I learn? Cause that's what freshman year is all about. Yeah. You know, like you just said, you, you can tell yourself you're as prepared as possible, but in reality of it, you're going to deal with something you've never ever dealt with. Um, yeah. but anyways, uh, Thomas, did you play, did you play summer ball? Um, cause I know, I mean, there's NorCal, there's Trotsky, which did you play on a summer team? Yeah, I actually uh, played for game prep. Game so, prep. Okay, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, how big of an, a factor was that in your recruiting process? Um, honestly, I think Giannino uh, was the main factor for me just because mm-hmm. I built that relationship with him. Right. And then um, game prep helped me out, no doubt. Um, but I, I would say – uh, just cause of that experience with Gene, you know, he was like calling coaches for me okay, and, uh, and everything. So he was, he was definitely the main factor. Okay. I think, I think that's important. If you can find that one person that can, that well, one, it helps when you have someone that has connections one, but two, you want to stay in the Bay mm-hmm. area. Uh, and it seems like coach Gene, you know, is, is one of the guys up there um knows knows a lot of people up there so first and foremost if you can find somebody that has connections in the area that you want to go to i mean it seemed like for you you were going to do everything that you could to stay in the bay mm-hmm. um and i think that's that's first and foremost but two it's it's playing when you need to play right i mean you played for coach g uh, you built you built that connection. You built that that relationship with him. But if you didn't ball out on the field at Sarah, it didn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, so I mean, it, it goes back to you need to be able to play in front of who you need to play in front of, whether that be coaches, whether it be the connections that you're trying to make and stuff like that. But other than other than USF, what what did your recruiting story look like with other? other connections in the Bay or was it just USF came knocking at the door and that was the end of it? Um, yeah. So USF was predominantly the school I talked to the most. Uh, they were on me since my, they were on me since my junior year, since the start of my junior year at Sarah and uh, like Santa Clara had some interest as well. Um, Long Beach state. Uh, he came and watched me a few times. UC Davis was interested in me, but it wasn't, it wasn't to like a great extent. It was like, Oh, Hey, like come to, come to this camp and we'll give you a look here. Like 
oh, hey, like, I want to see you play a couple more times. Um, so it wasn't like that, that much interest. But USF, like, Knox would text me like, hey, I'm going to come see you uh, at this time in this place. Will you be playing? Uh, like, ask your coach. And I'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, they were super clear with it. And, like, Heiserman, uh, the old mm-hmm. coach, he would, uh, like, text me all the time, like, hey, just checking in. How you doing? And I didn't even – wasn't even committed at the time. And they were, like, checking in on me to see how I was doing when my upcoming games were, like, all the stuff, what my GPA was, what my test scores were. And the authenticity that they showed me it was just, like, I, I know I want to go here. It's just a matter if they're willing to pull the trigger – and then right when they did, I was like, yes, I want to come here. Like 100%. It's so funny because, you know, when we when we talk to guys, Jared and I describe it as the feeling when, you know, like you're on campus and you're like. That's that's the best name we got for it right now. That, the that is that's because you, <laughs> you can't you can't describe it. Um, I like I, there's no way to describe it. You just you just know. Um, and it's, it's cool. You kind of had the same experience, but another thing is just that relationship with the coaches. Like it's Caden Grenier talked about it. He, that guy could have gone anywhere he wanted. And, you know, he, he goes to Oregon state and they're ready to go, ready to meet him. All the coaches, you know, make him feel at home. Same thing for you. Same thing for Jared. Same thing for, for Cole Cabrera, who we just had on last week of, mm-hmm. You know, whether it's it's the simple like just welcoming you to campus um, or or the text messages that you got from Coach Heisman and Coach Nakamura, like that stuff matters a ton. So when guys are being like, okay, like I want to know how much that or how much um, this coach wants me, like just, you know, see how much they're talking to you, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it was – the coaches that were the most interested, they check on me once a week, almost probably once yep. a week. Um, I don't know if it was the same experience for you guys. It, it varies like crazy, especially depending on the coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's a huge way to gauge interest, um, continuing to talk to the coach and stuff like that. Um, you know, this has been this has been really good. I mean, Thomas, if you had, you know, you're back at Sarah talking to the young ballers out there, what, what are you saying to them about, you know, the recruiting process, kind of what you wish you knew or, or just any piece of advice you'd give to them? Um, uh, one of our coaches uh, says this all the time, and it's really resonated with me. It's uh, believe in yourself, because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to. And that's really resonated with me because if you don't even believe in yourself, then what are you doing? Like, you got to be, you got to have confidence, exude confidence. Because at the end of the day, it's you. You have to go out there and compete and just be the best competitor you can be. And things will fall into place. That's, uh, that's what I got. Man, that sounded Dude, that's like awesome. Garcia right there. That, yeah, he sounded like Garcia, <laughs> like you guys are best friends or something. Yeah, no, Garcia is too yeah. philosophical. <laughs> awesome, Thomas. This has been this has been great. Um, really, some some cool info just on on your mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, going into the decision making process, but also like that really cool insight on on 
on what it's like um, at a at an official visit at USF. So uh, <laughs> thanks again, <laughs> thanks again for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. appreciate. Thanks, it. Thomas. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it.